You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest podcast, Organic Fitness. We're in and we're on. Welcome to new listeners to the show. And if you're a previous listener, I'd like to welcome you back. I look forward to being in your ear holes. Yes, I just said that. <laughs> okay, we're going to discuss this kind of an improv topics that I think and would provide people with value that are currently interested in fitness and health. Okay, and the topics that we're going to be discussing today are anxiety around fitness. Okay, cardio resistance training, always touching on the likes of vegetables that can improve and benefit you. This is advice that I would give the younger version of myself. Okay, these are the topics based on information that I hope would provide value to you. Okay, so the first one in relation to anxiety around fitness. Okay, with individuals who are in January and some people have started a new regime or some people have started a new program or some people are thinking about it. With people going to the gym and focusing on improving themselves, it's important to remember that when you're worried about something, sometimes we over-accentuate the negatives and forget that really it boils down to, because we can have that effect that, or that thought in our head that we think that people are looking or people are, are judging us as a matter of fact, people are so worried about themselves, they don't even think about you. They're worried about themselves. They're, whether you're t- considering going to the gym or you are in the gym and you're anxious about people looking at you and picking up what weight that you're picking up. Don't be worried about what other people are thinking. Control what you can control. I want you to focus on going to the gym if that's what you're doing and getting an improvement on your physique. You do you and do it well. Get into the gym. Focus on you. Most people that are in the gym, they just want to get in, they get out, they have 45 minutes, they have 60 minutes in the gym, they bust it out themselves, they're focused on them. They're not focused on you, they have earphones in, they're they're doing their best with the time that they have allocated to that. Okay? But you need to find out, I want to point out and find out firstly what's making you anxious. Is it the whole idea of you thinking that other people are looking at you? Is it the idea of you comparing yourself to other individuals? Because that's another important point that I want to bring across. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. You don't gain the benefit of comparing yourself to somebody else's chapter 10 to your chapter 2. You're on a different rung on the ladder. You might be on the first, the second step, whether that individual, the other person that you're looking at, that you're comparing yourself to, has been training for a number of years, a number of months. They're ahead of you. But it doesn't mean that you can't catch them. And it doesn't mean that you should stop. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do what you're doing right now. Focus on improvements. Don't focus on perfection. Okay, finding out why you're anxious. 
Okay, and remember that stress reduces, or sorry, training reduces stress. And that's a very important point. Why? And the science behind that, I kind of really do enjoy this one. I touched on it before on a previous podcast, but in relation to training and how it reduces stress is the production of the happy hormones in the brain are developed. But how does this actually happen? Okay, when we train, we tear microfibers in our muscles. And when that happens, okay, the foods that we consumed that day previous to the training get directed into the bloodstream and go straight to the muscles that need repairing. When this happens, okay, tryptophan, this is an amino acid found in protein, in complete proteins, okay, gets, has less of a competition to fight its way and get its way to the brain, which is the precursor to producing these happy hormones, okay? And that's why the science behind how we increase in, reduce our stress and increase that happy hormone production, okay? I do love the science behind things, but just to keep it simple, when you train, you benefit yourself. When you train, you increase your happy hormones. When you train, you reduce you reduce your anxiety, okay? And another topic I want to touch on in relation to anxiety is being around positive people. You are the average of the people that you hang around with. If you hang around with five people who are going out every weekend on the piss, on the tear, you are going to be the sixth. If you hang around with people that are negative, that are cutting the back off other individuals, whether they're in the room or they're not in the room, you don't want to hang around with negative people. Why? Because negative thoughts, negative people lead to negative thoughts. Okay? So your thoughts become things. It's such a powerful thing, the mind, but use it to your advantage. Listen to individuals that you would take or swap places with. Don't listen to other people that put people down saying, are you still eating that healthy meal? Are you still training? Are you going to train and deceive them? Don't mind them. If you want to train, train. Be the best version of you. That's all you ever have to be. There's no such thing as perfect. The perfect world, the perfect body, the perfect diet, the perfect whatever. It doesn't exist. It's about improvements. Can't emphasize that enough. And that's my topic. And that's my items on anxiety and around fitness. All right. And then we'll move on to it, which is quite a similarly loaded topic, is cardio and resistance training, which is better. So the next question I get asked, or the next question I use is, what is the end goal? You need to get clear on the end goal. When you get clear on the end goal, it then determines whether cardio or resistance training is better. If you want to improve on your resistance to a stressor, such as the trainer, such as the training involved in cardio, which would improve your endurance, then cardio is a better option for you. If you want to improve on your body composition, if you want to improve on your ability to get stronger, resistance training is the better option for you. So it all depends on your end goal. And if you want to improve on your fitness as well as your body composition, as well as your strength, you combine the two. 
This is saying that if you can do A and you can do B, then do both. And that's what I'm recommending here. Resistance style training, okay, is using weights such as dumbbells, such as barbells, such as kettlebells to improve your body composition. Staying at the 8 to 10 rep range will be optimal for changing body composition. Having your 60 to 90 minute rests. Why is that? Because ATP, which is the body's form of energy, will rejuvenate itself to its maximum levels after that duration of time. If you increase the breaks in between it, you're just prolonging the time that you're spent in the gym. So I max to maximize your time in the gym, minimize down the breaks, increase the intensity. And that's what I recommend to people that I train and the people that I have on the organic fitness program. It's 16 to 90 seconds. And with some individuals that I don't have enough steps throughout the day, which is something that I try and incorporate in, is we walk in between. I do it myself, walking in between your sets, okay? Which is a form of ex exercise in itself. You don't have to go to the gym. There's plenty of other things you can do other than resistance style training, other than cardio, and it's increasing your steps. You can burn up to 300 to 500 calories alone by just walking 10,000 steps a day. That is a simple one, but the thing about doing the simple things is the difference between knowing and doing. So doing and putting these things into practice, okay? And in relation to resistance style training, and strength, weight training and strength. If you want to improve your strength, you lower down the reps. Okay, hypertrophy, change in body composition is based off eight to 10 rep range. While the likes of strength training, you can do the likes of one rep max, if that's your fitness goal, if you want to improve your strength. Or you can focus on slightly higher rep ranges up to five, which will improve your strength, a five by five training session program will incorporate more strength development all focusing on the end goal whatever you want to improve on you incorporate it into your training in relation to the cardio if your fitness is something you want to improve if you're wanting to build up to a 5k a 10k a half marathon a marathon you need to do that type of training Okay, it's often said, can I improve or can I lose body weight, whether I do cardio or weight training? You can lose weight by simply not doing any exercise and just reducing the amount of food that you do. However, there's so many benefits, such as reducing anxiety, increasing your happy hormones, okay, changing your body composition when you incorporate in the likes of cardio or weight style resistance training or classes if that's another form of style of training that you enjoy, whether it's a social aspect and not that cardio isn't social or not that weight training isn't social. You can train with an individual. You can go to classes with individuals. You can have a sports-based activity that's also quite social and incorporate that into your week, into your training, into your lifestyle, because this is it. It's about you. It's This is all about you and getting closer, getting better at what you want to improve on. And sometimes it's as simple as that. We just need to focus on getting it clear in our head. Okay, and in relation to getting clear in your head, I recommend people to write it down because when you write it down, it becomes clear, it becomes visual to you. And that's something that I do. 
and it's working quite well for me. And that's why I'm trying to pass it on to you. This information I'm putting out is for you. Okay, now moving on to the advice that I would give the younger version of myself. This is something that, if only you could rewind back time, but you can't do that. That's something you can't do in life. There's a lot of things we can do, and that's the things you need to focus on. But this is advice that I'm passing out there. I'm putting out there. And the first one is to slow down. Remember that. Sometimes you need to slow down to speed up. Why are you in such a rush to get from where you are now to where you want to be? You just need to do one thing. If you want to improve on your body composition, you focus on getting in one training session that is based off that. Sticking to the hypertrophy rep range, 8 to 10 rep range, okay? If you want to improve on your cardio, improving your fitness for a sports base, for a marathon, for a half a marathon, for a 5K, for a 10K, you focus on getting in that one training session today, okay? That's something that can, with individuals who have a type A personality, such as myself, because I have that, and sometimes it can be seen as a negative, right? See it as a positive. I gung-ho, I feel like I need to do 10 different things. I have a to-do list. But sometimes you really need to focus on just one thing. Why? Because it's not a race. You just need to get one step closer. You just need to be 1% better than you were the last day, the last training session. And that's one, and that's the first point of the piece of advice that I would give to a younger version of myself, all right? it's And the second one is, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes, why? Because that's how you learn. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Try different things. Ask people who have made mistakes. Who's to say the mistakes have to be made by you? They don't have to be made by you. Learn from other people's mistakes, okay? There's a saying, it's a, it goes by, Intelligent people learn from their mistakes. Geniuses learn from other people's mistakes. And that is so beneficial, okay? That's why I recommend people to get the likes of individuals that have and currently do own things that they want. Well, that might be in their fitness. That might be in a relationship. Asking people how and what mistakes they made to shorten their learning curve. I have mentors in certain areas of my life that help me, that reduce down the amount of time it will take me to get closer to my goals. And remember that it's not goals that are always fitness-based. It's life goals, okay? It can be personal. It can be relationship. It can be financial. It can be your job, okay? And remember that you don't have to be the best. You just have to be your best. I like to repeat these things because the more you say them, the more they get ingrained in your mind, in your thoughts, and thoughts become things. That's the whole thing about it. Another thing in relation to improvements, reading more. All the information is out there. You just need to find it. And when you read more, whether it be in books or you consume them through audio, you need you consume them any which way you prefer to learn. And use that information and put it into practice. Because information and knowledge is one thing, but you need to put it into practice. Whether you get told that 
dairy doesn't suit you and you continue to eat it, whether you get told that you need to do a certain amount of training each week and you don't do nothing about it, whether you're told your iron levels are low and you do nothing about it, you keep doing what you're doing and you will keep continuing to get what you're getting. Put the information that you get into practice. And there's only so much information you can take in on board, such as even in this podcast. There might be too much information. But if you take one golden nugget and one piece of information and apply it to your day, to your lifestyle, to your training, it benefits you. You can't gain the benefit of something you do not do. These quotes are just rolling out. You see, eating foods that suit you, doing training that suits you, and making it work for you. Don't, and another point, don't let one thing ruin the week. If you had a night out, don't go ahead and go, well, the whole weekend is ruined, that's it. I'll just continue to eat out, do the dog on it. No. Don't do that. Press the reset button. Start again. Get straight back into it. See it as and factor it into your training. Factor it into your life. Whether it be social events, nights out, family gatherings, weddings, whatever it is. Factor it in because it's about a life balance. It's not just all about fitness. It's not just all about health. There are other areas in your life, your job, that you have to do on a daily basis but doing things that you enjoy and factoring in things that are a small bit difficult because you have to do every now and again small things that are difficult to get to things that you want, whether it be that training, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be anything at all. We have to do things that are a small bit challenging to improve. All right? And another one, another piece of advice that I give my younger self is in relation to food choices. Eating foods that that I enjoy and that I don't have to eat meat. This might resonate with some people and it might not resonate with other individuals. I used to have a diet which is completely different to what it currently is right now. I'm extremely plant-based, okay? That's why? Because that suits my lifestyle and it increases my energy levels and it pr- improves my day-to-day as well as my training. But I used to have the mindset that I had to have meat. In fact, I used to have meat sometimes for breakfast. There was leftover curry. There was leftover bacon and cabbage. There was leftover steak. I was having it with my breakfast. That's because why? I didn't know any better. But now with this information, I'm passing on to you. You can use it and put it and take it on board if you so wish. The whole thing about it is I'm putting out there meat is a highly what can be highly uh, difficult for individuals to digest. Okay, we'll take the example of red meat. Red meat used to be one that used to be easy for me to digest and can cause bloating with not only me but other individuals. Okay. Why is it harder to digest? Why is vegetables easier to digest? Because the body is designed to only consume more, or is designed to consume more vegetables than it is meat. Okay, just remembering that point. And the advantage of the vegetables is you can still get the amount of amino acids required for optimal 
energy levels, optimal training ability from the mixing of grains, beans, rice. Just take that on board. You don't have to eat meat with every meal. You can do meatless Mondays. You could do a vegetarian week. You could do whatever suits you. You could have what I encourage in people and I recommend to individuals is to have more vegetables in their diet. Why? Because of the macronutrient content. Because there's too many people consuming too much meat at this moment in time. The amount of benefits of vegetables, which leads me on to the last point, which is the best vegetable to consume? Often get asked, which is the best one? Which is the best? There is no best vegetable. This is the last topic we're going to discuss. There is no best vegetable. There's no best fruit. There's no bad fruit. There's no bad vegetable. Carrots have high carbs. Turnip have high carbs. Parsnips have high carbs. Bananas, they're full of sugar. They're natural sugars. Okay? But focusing on the vegetable, which is the best vegetable? Best vegetables are the ones that you like and you enjoy and you can fit into your lifestyle. Okay? I enjoy peppers because they're not only vitamin C. I enjoy onions because they are high fiber. I enjoy garlic because they can increase your ability to take in and improve your on your endurance. That's been statistically proven. I might put that in the show notes. I have that in a peer reviewed document. And I love that. Scientific evidence, backed information. This isn't just anecdotal. Or Coleman said, I should be eating the likes of garlic. Or Coleman said, it's out there. It's peer reviewed documents. Had co-evidence. But one of the best vegetables, or better vegetables, is the likes of cruciferous. Why? Because they contain a ceciliac acid. Okay, and what is ceciliac acid? Ceciliac acid is found in the likes of aspirin and panadol, okay, which is a pain reliever that we regularly take for the smallest of issues, such as a headache, such as a toothache, such as pain from any exercise, any ailment we have okay and this is found naturally in cruciferous vegetables so what are the cruciferous vegetables just for you those who don't know cruciferous vegetables are the likes of broccoli cabbage kale you can even find them in microgreens you have the likes of these cruciferous vegetables that contain natural pain relievers ceciliac acid that is an amazing point that i want to stress that chemicals and their benefits are found derived from vegetables. Okay? That is such a key point. Okay, this celiac acid and these cruciferous vegetables have been found to reduce depression, reducing anxiety. Another benefit, okay, of consuming these things, consuming these vegetables, is the likes of they reduce your stress. Okay, they've been found to reduce stress, all as a, po- all as a, a, a knock-on result of this chemical compound, aspirin, found in, sorry, it's acetic acid, found in the cruciferous vegetables. Okay, and when you reduce your stress levels, you improve on your sleep, and sleep is something that I'm a major believer in, because when you improve on your sleep, it's a massive knock-on effect. Okay, because your hunger hormones, your satiating hormones are affected when you don't get optimal levels of sleep. Okay, and as a result of that, you have more, more sleep and you are more rested. It improves on your recovery from your training and then your ability to get back in to, 
do the training, to do a better job in work so that you are more successful with your life, okay? And one of the ones that I'm recommending to people to add in, this might be something I might incorporate into the podcast, is a vegetable to consume on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis. And the one I'm recommending is the likes of red cabbage. Why? Because it's high in anthracyanin content as well as it being a cruciferous vegetable that contains Ceciliac acid. Yes, you're onto a winner, red cabbage, okay? But to maximize the benefits of that, of those cruciferous vegetables, it is important to consume them raw. What? Raw. Or chop and wait for their production of the compound 20 minutes. Yes. How and who the hell has 20 minutes? What we could do and could incorporate and quite simply, and it's in season, is adding in rocket. Yes, it is another of the salad leafy greens that are from the cruciferous family. Okay, so red cabbage is what I'm recommending, okay, in the likes of your salad, in the likes of your stir fries. And then if you are cooking it, you can incorporate in rocket as a salad side dressing, okay? Maximizing the benefits of the foods that you consume, doing things on a regular basis that get you to be a healthier, a fitter, the fittest version of you. All right, lads, we're going to leave it at that. And I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if this is this is me asking you for a favor. If you found any benefit at all from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review. If you could pass it on to one individual, anyone at all, family member, someone in work, I would highly appreciate it. All right? And even if you if you are enjoying the podcast, please share them on social media. Because you know, these are the best goddamn podcast, health and fitness podcast that's out there. All right. Hope you enjoyed this week's kind of impromptu podcast. And if you enjoy this type of podcast and you can give me feedback, because that's what it's all about. I provide you and give you the information that you want to hear. So you tell me what you like and you enjoy, if you enjoy the interview styles and you enjoy the Q&As, if you enjoy these, we'll call it impromptu topics on vegetables, on fitness, on health. You tell me what you enjoy and I'll provide you with that information. All right. Hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Talk to you soon. Stay classy, stay tuned and keep it organic. All right. I just wanted to tell you about the new organic fitness program. If you want to have a leaner physique, reduce down your body fat, slip down into a lower dress size, have a flatter stomach, more visible abs, more toned arms, then this is the program for you. It's specifically tailored to your fitness goals. Eating foods that you enjoy, matching them to your activity levels, basing them off whole food, fresh, organic sources. Well, then this is the program for you. Hit me up on Instagram, email, or slide into the DMs. Organic Fitness, coming at you.